0: All right, there's the mic. Pull up the script, recording software, and we are good to go in three, two... Hold on. Commissioner. Got it. I will be right there. I have to go. There's, um, an issue downtown. Run the intro. Hello citizens, it is I, the Kingpin, parentheses, of spades, and welcome back to another episode of King's Chaos. We got a great show coming up today. I've done a whole bunch of research on all the upcoming projects that Marvel and DC are putting out. I'm talking video games, movies, TV shows, everything. Throughout throw out a few examples, WandaVision just came out, Wonder Woman 84 recently released, the Spider-Man 3 rumors, Uh, the Snyder cut that's coming out. I've got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. But this is too much for me to do alone. So, I'm gonna have to call in a friend. Fire up the guest signal! Hello, Jeff. Thank you for joining me today on such short notice. Thank you for inviting me, Kyle. No problem. I needed a strong, well-knowledged guest of superhero movies to help me discuss all these great things we've got coming up in the coming years. I'm ready. Oh, I hope you are, because we've got a lot. Number one, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, uh, one of Marvel's um, television shows on, DV- on Disney Plus just released. That being WandaVision, and the last, the first two episodes released at this point two weeks ago, and at the time of recording this, the third episode just dropped today, which we have both viewed before recording. Correct? Correct so without going into spoilers because I don't want to be that guy but what did you think of this episode
1: uh, I I think it started to get a lot more interesting uh because now we're I feel like wait so we're not allowed to give spoilers i we- I don't want to give like heavy spoilers like I don't want to reveal like
0: I think we're justified in saying that the thing is now in color okay because I think that's easily can be seen because that's how the Second episode ended with it
1: turning to color, so I wouldn't say that's a huge spoiler, but okay, it's something yeah. that does happen. I guess I guess I'll say um, we're starting to find uh, things that aren't supposed to be in the show or in in Wanda's uh, hypothetical world. I right. um, presume, we're... but uh, yeah, I, I I thought there were some things that uh, were kind of getting to Wanda, and uh, some things that were in the show that weren't technically supposed to be there and uh, people were realizing it. So that's kind of what I think uh, was the main thing about this episode.
0: Yeah. We're getting, as the episodes go on, we're getting more and more details into this world, seeing what's really going to be going on. And at this point, I believe there's nine, there's going to be a total of nine episodes in the season, meaning we only have six more
1: to figure out what's going on. Well, I think so. I actually yeah. didn't know. That's that's kind of actually interesting. Uh, you said nine in total or nine more? I uh, Nine in total. So six more after the episode
0: that just came out today. That's actually pretty interesting. They stopped yeah. it at nine and nine didn't go to ten. Yeah. I mean, based on the way they're jumping through time, not actual time travel, but the way the show is set up, it's not going to... It's going to, sorry, it sounds like it's going to stop at a certain error before it ends. So like at like, say, 80s, say episode like six, it's going to start in one error and then keep going into that error. It looks like if the times are correct, because any further than present, you go into future and nobody knows how TV is going to be in, say, 2031. Right
1: yeah the show is uh i i i honestly really love the show i i i the first episode <laughs> when i watched the first episode i was like what's going on because i mean i had an idea of what it was going to kind of be like um you know like a black and white uh sitcom right. but i didn't know i thought they were going to introduce like the color and like what's actually happening pretty soon into it like kind of like a like a dual thing, like you saw what was happening in the real world and you also right. see what's happening in uh, Wanda's mind or Wanda's world. And uh, I was surprised when the first episode went to like uh, just the black and white sitcom and then that was pretty much it. And yeah. then, but the thing that threw me off though, like, you know, like when you have the bar on like uh, Disney Plus or Netflix or whatever you're watching, yeah. you have like the time bar. The time it set, went. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was like three quarters of the way down there. And then it just goes to color and starts doing it. And I was like, oh, yes, I can't wait. Uh, I thought it was going into, like, the colored version. Right. And then uh, it's just, like, several minutes of credits. (laughs) Yeah. That's my only thing with this show. It's
0: like you're looking at, like, oh, a 37-minute episode. But it's like,
1: no, it's a 30-minute episode and
0: seven minutes of credits. And no end scene. No end credit scene either.
1: Yeah, I tried looking for an uh, end credit scene, and I was – sad that there were not
0: any but (laughs) i mean coming out on a week-to-week basis you really it's not that necessary yeah like it's different with movies which come out like months in between right
1: yeah Yeah, i I didn't expect it for like tv shows uh, or at least marvel's tv shows but exactly i do appreciate their uh, high quality in their uh you know filming and effects and stuff oh yeah Uh, 100 percent
0: like I'm watching a lot of, like, breakdowns because I'm not too smart with catching everything. But so I'm looking at all the Easter eggs and behind-the-scenes stuff. And, like, for those first two episodes, the ones set in the 60s era, Mm -hmm. they were using effects that they would have used at that time. Like, it wasn't all CGI. A lot of it was practical.
1: Right. Yeah. That was – I found that pretty interesting that they were sticking to, like, the era that they were uh, kind of going for. Exactly. Exactly. And they filmed in
0: front of, uh, for some episodes, I don't know about all them, but they filmed some episodes in front of a live studio audience. Oh, really? I I didn't know about that. Yeah, they had actual people sitting behind the camera reacting to that. So, from what I gather from that, the laughs you hear are actual genuine laughs from people, not the pre-recorded tracks that we're so used to hearing. Oh, wow. That's...
1: That's kind of a uh, I actually appreciate that more. That is uh, commitment. Yeah, I, I mean <laughs> I'm actually surprised. I don't know. I feel like Marvel tries to like be very like secretive of their projects. So I'm surprised right. they like showed it to people before <laughs> that uh, they aired it. Very true. I mean, they Okay. I'm
0: saying that this is a joke and for legal reasons. I'm <laughs> this none of it, this is all purely a joke. But they probably like kept them. In, like, a secretive building until the episodes release, so they don't say anything.
1: <laughs> yes, I imagine. It could have also been like uh, people that worked on the show and they kind true. of haven't read the script at all and they're just kind of yeah. just the... That's true. Because I've been watching this YouTube
0: channel where it's like uh, these people, they go into like all film and nerd stuff, they do breakdowns, but they were interviewing the guy who was, you know, the ad breaks in between the show right the three ads they did yeah yeah that threw me off I was like wait (laughs) exactly but they interviewed the male actor who was in those ads and it said they don't really give them it said something like they don't really give them a script they just tell them "All right, this is what you're gonna be doing and then that's it like they won't give them a whole script they'll give them like okay this is your one line you don't need to
1: know anything else right yeah I, that's, that's Marvel's uh, secretive side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, the bigger... like, This is all... Well,
0: WandaVision is amazing. Three episodes in, I'm hooked. But yeah. more and more, it's the whole point of it is it's supposed to tie into two upcoming movies, which I'm really excited about. Uh, Spider-Man 3, which I, I believe don't have a name for yet. And then also Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oof. Now... These are two really big projects that are coming out fairly soon. Doctor Strange is said to come in... No, I'm sorry. Spider-Man 3 is set to come first in December of 2021. That's the projected date. I don't know how much that is going to stick up because of, you know, things going on in the world. But then Doctor Strange is set to come out after that in, like, March of 2022. And if you've been living under a rock or just aren't caught up, this Spider-Man is rumored to be a huge multiverse Spider-Verse kind of thing, like they did with the animated ones at Sony, but we were speculated to have Tobey Maguire and Andrews Garfield Spider-Man's return, and it is confirmed that we are having Doc Ock from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, same actor, and Jamie Foxx, I believe, is the actor who played Electro? Yep. Is that correct? Yep. Those two are confirmed to come back, to my knowledge. But that just gives you a clue on how big this movie is supposed to be.
1: Oh, yeah. I cannot wait for this upcoming phase. Especially mm-hmm. the movies of... Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking forward to the movies and the shows for this yeah. phase. Because uh, we also
0: have Loki and uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier coming out. Which have yeah. had trailers released.
1: Yeah, uh, or actually Falcon. Um in the Winter Soldier, that one I really want to see. Um, I'm, I actually really appreciate how they kept the same actors as in the yeah. movie, the show. That just like makes it so much better. I would have been so upset if they had different actors playing them in in the show.
0: Yeah, that would know? be weird because it yeah. would still be the same universe, but you would have this disconnect of this exactly. is the same character but not the same guy.
1: Right. Yeah. I've always I've always kind of like wasn't a fan of how they would have different actors for, like, the show and, like, the movie because it kind of, like, throws, throws me off in a way. Like, it's right. like... Like, for the Flash movie, I've, like, watched the uh, the show. Uh, I've watched pretty much all of it except, for, like, the last season or two. And, like, right. I spent, like, so many years watching it, and so I knew that Flash. And then when they brought the one to Justice League, then I was like, oh, this is a whole new Flash, so I got to learn yeah. a lot more about him. So that's what I mean.
0: Right. Did you see the... Um... Uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover they did on CW 2 I years did. ago. Yes. Where they brought the Justice League Flash yes into I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know what that means for the future of the DCEU because from what I've heard they're going to do something with like a Flashpoint movie in 2022 that might bring all of this stuff together meaning Ooh. like all the uh, Keaton's Batman, Bale's Batman, Uh, The CW shows all in one universe, but I don't, I think that's still up to speculation at this
1: point. I actually never heard of that, but I cannot wait if that happens.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because they released a lot of promotional stuff at DC Fandom last year, which was, I believe, August, I think, and they had a promotional picture of um, the Flash and Batman behind him, but the picture that they showed, it had a big yellow insignia on it, which looked like keaton's batman right so it's interesting to see what they're going to do with that i mean it's interesting to see what both companies are going to do in the upcoming um months because 2020 was a pretty big setback we practically didn't get a i to my knowledge i don't think we got a single marvel movie last year Mm. did we
1: no i don't think so i and wasn't there only one that was scheduled for that year was it, we I, were was supposed to just... get
0: Black Widow. Yeah. But I don't believe... Well, obviously it never actually came out. Right. But I don't think as far as when this all this hit, there was anything else announced. Although, that doesn't seem right because a Marvel movie would be announced months in advance. Like, if 2020 movies would be announced, like, late
1: 2019. Right. Yeah, I mean, that... Yeah, I mean I only knew of uh Black Widow and Wonder Woman because that, that did actually come out in 2020. Uh yes. or no, 2021 did it come out. But it was uh, I don't know
0: if it Let's do a quick little research. WW84 release. <laughs> cuz I know it went straight to H- HBO Max. It went straight right. to streaming cuz you know, theaters are up in the air at this point. But uh it actually came out on Christmas of 2020. So it okay. went it went live on HBO Max on Christmas of 2020, I think, because I don't actually have that, but I really want to get it because they got DC has a whole bunch of stuff going to HBO Max. Uh, First and foremost, probably the biggest thing fans are talking about would be the Snyder Cut. Oh, yeah. Which I, for one, didn't know too much about. I actually thought it was released already. Mm -hmm. I thought it came out like summer 2020, but apparently that was just an announcement of it coming out. But apparently it's not yet. It's coming out soon, I think. Sometime this year, I believe. But I'm actually, I for one, am pretty interested to see what it's like because, and we'll probably get into this later, but now not only does Zack Snyder have $30 million from Warner Brothers to do this movie, but he also has insight that he wouldn't have had had this other version not been released prior
1: right yeah he i think it's kind of good in a way because uh he now sees what fans didn't like and didn't think worked in that movie so now he knows what to not include <laughs> in exactly the, That in that's my version. biggest thing because yeah. he
0: knows what okay he knows okay people didn't like this this and this but they love this so more of this less of this
1: exactly it was the justice league it was the movie where uh it was justice league that they did the cg for henry cavill's uh chin right for his mustache, yes, yeah. I believe that was Justice League. Okay, I feel like that's, like, his main priority. It's, like, the, <laughs> <laughs> the one either... Number not... one, fix Cavill's mustache. <laughs> yes. No, I've, that would... Uh, I, I think it's a lot of uh, stress and pressure on uh, him, though, because I feel like a lot of fans, or DC fans, are, like, depending on this movie to be, like, the, the uh, previous versions, like, Redemption. Like, kind right. of saying, like we actually still have a little bit of hope left like if zack Snyder can pull this off then it's not then we still have hope for future dc movies with him uh, directing and creating it
0: right cuz as we know marvel is really taking the crown when it comes to expanding universe <laughs> movies like even wonder woman 84 didn't have great reviews it only got 60% on rotten tomatoes mm. uh that's from the tomato meter not the audience score but okay. That's okay, but if we compare it to, like, other Marvel movies, we right. we can already tell it's a lot lower than average.
1: Right. Yeah. That I think that actually uh, brings up a point, which is funny because I know there was, like, this kind of rumor, or not really rumor, but everything everyone agreed on was that Marvel had the best movies and DC had pretty good shows because Marvel didn't really do too many right. um, shows, and they thought that DC was, like... If they had to choose one, DC was like leading in shows, and I yeah. think Marvel and Kevin Feige and Disney were like, we're not, we're not taking that anymore. We're, we're gonna boom, crush...
0: Wanda Vision.
1: Yeah, we're gonna crush DC with shows now. So we're gonna rule in movies and shows. But... Exactly. Like I, I had written out this idea.
0: Like I wanted to do a Marvel versus DC episode of this show for a while, and I had like each one has their own benefits. Marvel has movies. DC has video games, and now with WandaVision, I might have to change that opinion. Because <laughs> <laughs> yep. don't get me wrong, I love all the, I love most of the CW shows. Flash was really good. Yep. Um, I have, I've never watched Arrow. I really want to get into it, but it's so long that it's going to take a lot of time. Supergirl's pretty good. Legends of Tomorrow is good, but it seems as most TV shows are that with each season, it's getting a little more and more rocky.
1: Right. Yeah. I. I feel, I, I do like all the DC shows. Um, I know a couple of my friends aren't a fan of their later seasons because they right, thought yeah. it got cheesy. But, I mean, I, I don't look too much into it. I, I enjoyed them. <laughs> but yeah. I think Marvel Marvel's concern, like, or their main goal for their TV shows is not uh quantity. It's more, like, quality. So they're not trying absolutely. to probably up all the effects and the visual, like, aspects of the show because, I oh, mean, yeah. CW is, is pretty pretty cool with like the flash and all but their effects aren't like anywhere near movie type effects oh yeah you you can
0: tell in certain areas like you're like that is 100 (laughs) percent cgi and then we had that whole trend of people like youtubers bashing supergirl for its effects because it it was pretty clear where most of the budget for those shows were going like they put a lot of it more into like the flash than they did supergirl because you know one performed higher than the other
1: hmm yeah i've I've also seen uh you know corridor crew on YouTube yes, I know they were uh breaking down the uh, if, if it wasn't just a supergirl show it' was probably like a decent amount of the cW shows oh yeah they broke down a few yeah they they were they were laughing at all the supergirls effects but I, I feel bad though because I feel like they do have a limited budget and I know if they were giving given like a bigger budget they probably would have upped the effects probably but, uh, yeah but I mean it's it's not too bad um The one thing that I think is pretty bad in the shows is in the flash when uh, he like is running and it's like um, not like the close up uh, version of him running because that's obviously him. But like when they're running in the streets and then they have like the fight scenes when they're running and then you can clearly see that they're all like CG characters.
0: Yeah, those don't look great. But like like you said, they are on a limited budget. So you have to cut them
1: some slack, but it's rough to watch
0: at some points.
1: Yeah. I, I still enjoy it though I, oh, I don't yeah it no it's still it.
0: it's still fun to watch, yeah. and maybe like the twists aren't great, but as somebody who doesn't really read the comic books but has a pretty good knowledge of them to see like little Easter eggs to watch the twist like firsthand and not know it's coming because I haven't watched the or haven't read the comics, it's still fun, even though you know the plots and storylines have teetered off a little bit,
1: exactly, yeah. I I I love I pretty much love all of the uh, DC. Well, I don't even know. Have I watched all the DC shows? I know I've watched like uh, I watched all of Arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched probably all the Flash seasons except for the last two, um, and then Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow. I think are the two that I'm really behind on. Right. Um, and there's also uh, Batwoman, which
0: just released. Mm-hmm. 2019 and then black lightning too i believe was also in
1: that same universe black lightning yeah i i watched i think i watched all of that unless there was a new season that just recently came out i haven't been keeping up with the, that one too
0: much i kind of like usually every time these things come out i'll miss like one episode of the season and then i get fall behind and then i have to catch myself up once they come out on like netflix or something
1: Exactly. I think that's honestly better. It's 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 fun sometimes, to watch yeah. the entire uh some yeah, sometimes. It's so, I like I like watching it up to date. And then right. there's also points where like it's like a year after the season aired and it's on Netflix and then especially when I'm starting a new show, I like right. when I can watch a lot of it at the same time so I'm like constantly in the story. And yeah, I don't exactly. have to wait for those cliffhangers. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like because when I like take a, when there's a jump between like Season ending and season starting. And then I gotta... I have to get... Like, the problem with me and TV shows is... Between seasons, I have to get into it again. I have to refresh myself. Like, okay, this happened. This is who this person is. This is what this guy can do. And it's just... Like, when I take that break, when I miss an episode to when I catch up, I'm like... Okay, quick refresher. What happened at this point? What's going on? Who are these people? And then it kind of takes me out because I have to... You know, like, remind myself what's going on. So... It's the binging versus watching live is a whole nother like debate that we can get into another time, but it's hard sometimes because each one has their like pros and cons of waiting and not
1: waiting. Exactly. Yep.
0: Which is what I think like WandaVision is going to do very well because it's nine episodes and they released the first two in the same week. So it's only like what an eight week period. So there's not too much of time between start and finish that you would have to constantly remind yourself of who's who.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, for this episode, I really liked, uh, I'm not going to say anything cause I don't want to spoil, but, right. uh, I really liked the ending because it really kind of is transitioning into what I want to see in the show. Yes. Uh, and what, like the whole actual plot of the show or the series is going to be. And, right. uh, I cannot wait. Um, <laughs> finally getting answers yeah finally getting answers actually for WandaVision I want to know if you agree do you think Marvel's going to strategically do this where they're gonna have a break from their movies uh have all the Marvel shows that they announced airing their first season first and then once that's done then they have the movies or do you think they're going to do some of the movies in the middle of a show running
0: that's a good question because Like we said before, WandaVision is said to tie into Spider-Man 3. Uh, Not that Spider-Man 3. We don't touch that one. (laughs) The new Spider-Man, MCU Spider-Man 3, which is set to come out in December. So WandaVision will be done, the the first season of WandaVision, will be done long before that comes out. So it's a possibility that that will be the first MCU movie since... Far from home, if I'm not mistaken. Oh man, far from home was the latest one, wasn't it? I think so because that was because we had Captain Marvel early 2019, then Endgame, and then Far from Home in like summer 2019,
1: and I don't
0: think anything's released since then.
1: Yeah, I I think I agree. Yeah, it makes sense because I know uh, Spider-Man, far from home started off how like Endgame ended. So right. it was kind of like that kind of tying together into the... Uh, the epilogue, essentially. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I do, however... Yeah, I like when I was saying the question, but I do... I don't think they're going to have, like... Say for WandaVision, right? I don't think they'll have Wanda in a new movie if the first season is still going on. I think if right. they had a new movie with Wanda in it, like you said, Spider-Man or Doctor Strange, that season will be done. But I do see them having like uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier going on through that, as long as they're not in the movies. Right.
0: Yeah. So I could see that happening. Yeah, exactly. Because I think movies coming out this year, as far as I know, the ones that I know that are speculated to come out this year, I'm not going to say anything certainty, because everything's still up in the air at this point. But the ones that I know are planned to release. Sometime this year are Black Widow and Spider-Man, which, as far as I know, Black Widow isn't origin. No, not an origin story, but it's more like a Black Widow solo film. Right. So yeah. there would be really no reason to have Bucky or, Fal- uh, yeah, Bucky or Falcon in that one. So mm-hmm. I think they can have those run at the same time, and then um, Spider-Man in December, which Wanda or. Scarlet Witch will be free to do because her season will already be over.
1: Yeah, I think it was uh, Black Widow is more of like that film that a lot of the fans wanted to see. They wanted to see like, because Black Widow, I feel like is one of the main, uh, one of the few characters of like the original Avengers um, that actually we don't know much about her past. Right. So I feel feel like her and maybe Hulk because we never got like a Hulk with a Hulk movie with Mark Ruffalo. Right. We had the um, first
0: one with Ed Norton.
1: Right. Um so I'm I'm curious to see what they do. I know this is probably going to satisfy some fans with Black Widow's uh backstory and uh I did actually see something about Mark Ruffalo and a Hulk thing. Um not like an official but like a speculation. Right. Uh he was on like some late late show. I don't know if it's James Corden or Jimmy Fallon or Stephen Colbert, one of them. Right. Um he was saying the, the host was asking him like so is there anything left for Hulk or is his like um, story did it end with Endgame as as smart Hulk. And um he was saying, I don't know, I don't know, uh Kevin Feige, uh were you gonna are you going to like have me do a movie? And he said that Kevin Feige uh went up to him and asked him after like Endgame or around there, like he asked Mark Ruffalo, Do you think there's any story left for Hulk? So um I'm wondering if that's kind of like a hint towards they yeah. at least are thinking about it potentially. Right. Um, so I would definitely love to see that. Oh yeah, definitely. Th- that'd be cool too. Cause there's a lot
0: coming out in the MCU and we're going a lot on MCU. I don't think we're giving DC enough light, but we'll get to them in a second. <laughs> sure. But there's a lot coming out that I'm really excited for. And I think a lot of that stems from WandaVision because mm-hmm. I was kind of like, okay, MCU, I'll watch them. It's a cool story, what now? But WandaVision, having this whole multiverse thing open, bringing back Doctor Strange for a second movie, because I absolutely love Doctor Strange. Great character. Me too. Great actor. But having all that whole storyline from WandaVision to Multiverse of Madness and whatever happens in between, that stuff I'm really interested
1: for. Me too. Yeah. I, I, can, I cannot wait for... Uh, the Dr. Strange movie and the stuff in, yeah. in between and like, what's kind of building up for this uh, next phase that's coming up. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I'm, I'm really excited for. Um, and I think Dr. Strange is probably going to be uh, one of the new main Avengers. Right. Uh, just like, I feel like anyone that was newer that were, was helping in the Infinity war and end those newer characters are going to be like the new original Avengers type. Right. Thing. Yeah. Cause like,
0: a lot. Of, there's a lot of speculation that all this multiverse stuff can uh, open up licensing deals pretty much in which mm-hmm. they can bring in characters that Marvel previously didn't have licenses for. Because I believe Disney recently did go through with it and buy Fox, if I think I'm they not did.
1: mistaken. I think they did.
0: Yeah, so if that's the case, then we can hope to see maybe Mutants, Deadpool, all that kind of stuff. In the MCU, because they technically... I'm not a legal person by any means, but I think Disney buying the company that owns them gives them the licenses.
1: Yeah, I, w- I would assume so as well. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's probably what it is. I, I'm pretty excited to see what happens. Um, and you said... The shows you said were Mutants, and what was the other one? Uh, I threw out Deadpool, which I'm pretty oh. sure
0: is also mu-
1: Mutant, but, you know, it's yeah. just- deadpool like they already confirmed a new movie i think just recently oh, they did yeah the, and deadpool three nice. um so i honestly if i'm gonna pick like certain characters that i would really love to see tie in with the mcu is one is probably deadpool uh i, I would love to see his dynamic like the dynamic between him and uh, the avengers because deadpool is pretty much just comedic and he's also right. not that good of a guy <laughs> no, not so... at all. But that's going to be
0: interesting to have... Because the... Marvel movies are gen- generally PG-13 rating. Yeah. But Deadpool are rating. So to see that is going to be... See how they handle that. Because you to make Deadpool fit into the PG-13 of all the MCU movies, you're going to have to take away some of that comedy fourth wall break of him. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Yeah. That, uh, I feel like that is one issue that they're, or an obstacle that they're going to have to overcome. Right. Uh, I don't know. I actually don't know how they might be able to do that. Because you already now know him for two movies as like a certain character. And so they would kind of have to alter him a little bit for that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, Exactly. I mean, in a way, they also did have Logan, which was uh, rated R, wasn't it? Um, uh, I and believe so. so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think they had that, but the X Men with uh, Hugh Jackman wasn't rated R, so they might be able to find like a kind of parallel parallel between the two. Yeah, Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's something
0: good to look at. So we spent a lot, a lot of time talking about the MCU, and in a Marvel v DC um, themed episode, I feel it's not fair if we don't shed as much equal light onto the EU. So we talked a little bit about, we talked about Wonder Woman 84. Um, we talked about, we brushed up on the Snyder Cut. We mentioned the uh, speculated Flashpoint movie that's going to be coming out in 2022. But I think what we should dive deeper into, more so over everything, is obviously the Snyder Cut. That is probably the biggest project that's coming out for DC this year in addition to Robert Pattinson and the Batman if oh, that yeah. is still set to release this year because I know he had some uh, health complications uh, later last year that might have pushed production back but I don't know it still could come out this year
1: right yeah I cannot wait for the Batman movie yeah. I, I love the trailer have you seen that one uh
0: I think that the, they've only released like one right so far I think,
1: I think it was like one yeah
0: yeah i i definitely have seen it then because yeah. it's it looks really good i really like the way it's designed like his bat suit is designed
1: yeah i think it's I, I like just, oh go ahead i think it was like armored i was just gonna say yeah
0: stuff like that and it looked like the emblem on the chest like was able to come out and be used as like a battering maybe
1: that would be pretty sick yeah if that was like the case
0: yeah I don't know why. I just wasn't a huge fan of Flax design. I don't know why, but there was something about it that was really off-putting. It just didn't seem like Batman to me. It's something just felt off. I think it was how thick the bat symbol was, or like how white the gray tones were. I don't know. There's, there was something about it that really put me off, but this new one, this slimmer, more armored design, which I guess those are kind of two contradictory statements. But I I, I like this Pattinson design much better. Obviously, nothing for me is going to be Christian Bale's design or even the Dark Knight movie itself. I still hold that to, like, the best superhero movie ever. Uh, But this one is a pretty close second for me, at least.
1: Yeah, I think... uh i i think this one's going to be pretty interesting especially i feel like they're trying to take um the new dc movies and kind of really uh, amp them up to something that are is really good um obviously they want to compete with marvel so they want to try to release their uh new movies the best that they can uh i think in the trailer though i have to say can i mention what happens in the trailer i mean is that really i i think we're fine i think we're fine in that aspect Okay, okay. So I I loved the fight scene, the glimpse of the fight scene that they showed in the trailer. It showed Batman being pretty ruthless and right. he did not like stop or show any mercy. He just yeah. really like I what was it like one of the uh the criminals that he was beating up or whatever. He yeah. he like repeatedly slammed in the face. Yeah. And I was like this is pretty sick. <laughs> that that one was brutal. But I like it too because the way
0: Rat uh Rattinson, Pattinson <laughs> The way Pattinson like was seen as Bruce Wayne in the trailer, it looked a lot more brooding, more not depressing, but a lot more like dark than like say Christian Bale's cuz he had like that hair pulled down, sort of yeah. like the uh smoky eyes, stuff like that. It just felt more like this was a man who's grieving from his past and trying to bring vengeance cuz like Keaton Bale Affleck, they all had like, okay, this is just a rich man with seemingly no deeper trauma. Pattinson really, Pattinson's movie, The Batman, looks like it's going to dive a lot more into like his past and how that affects him as an adult. But that's just my speculation. I haven't really heard that from anywhere, but that's what it's looking like to me.
1: Yeah, I agree. He definitely looks like Or the way even the trailer looks and is designed, it looks a lot more brooding, and uh, just the overall like coloring and uh, uh, the look of the shot looks very dark and it looks very uh, depressing, but pretty cool in a way. Yeah, Um, exactly. So I am really excited to see how they incorporate that all into it, or what they're uh, what they're going for for the movie in that direction. I just can't, I cannot wait. For some reason, that is probably one of the new DC movies that I am really looking forward to see. Yeah, Uh, definitely. And I think that they have to pull this off because they've had so many Batman movies, so many Batmans, that they need to, like, get one down and keep it with that one.
0: Now, here's the one thing I'm asking that this movie avoids at all cost. (laughs) We do not need to see Bruce Wayne's parents get killed again. We've seen it in Keaton's version, in Bale's version, in Affleck's version. We've seen it in the Joker movie that came out. We do not need to see it again.
1: I think they should like have like a comedic uh reference to that in the Batman movie. Like like <laughs> like I feel like somebody should ask Bruce Wayne, "How did your parents die?" and he should be like, "Oh, everybody knows that." <laughs> or something
0: like that. I or feel so- like I feel like for this particular movie that would be out of character but that is something like definitely one of these should say like come on we've all seen it before
1: yeah or yeah i could totally either i could actually see it happen in this movie if it's more of a uh type of comedic humor where they're not trying to be comedic like right. someone could ask him seriously like a reporter like do you know like what happened with your parents or whatever like that and he could be like uh stop as like everybody knows about it by now or like something like yeah okay yeah in that think? context that could work Yeah, or like I mean, they could have like a new type of uh, movie where they bring the Justice League back together. And if he's still the Batman, like they could have a new character be asked about Batman or whatever like that. And then like Superman could be like, everybody knows about that, (laughs) yeah, or something like that. Something like,
0: like just call like call back to it. Like we know what happens. (laughs) Here's saying that it happened. Yeah, that's all. Because like one thing we didn't see in this in when Spider Man joined the MCU and. I apologize for going back to that. But we didn't see Uncle Ben die like we did in Raimi's Spider-Man and the Amazing Spider-Man series. So yeah. now, granted, the MCU has slightly different storylines, so it, there's a chance that he might not have died at all, and we can only hmm. speculate on that until we get confirmation in later movies. But in, in all the Batman movies so far, we've gotten confirmation. We've seen, yeah, they get killed in the alley there's no other than in keaton's batman where it turned out uh the person who became the joker killed his parents there's really been no like switching it up it's always been the same storyline he's scared he leaves play they go down the place knowingly called crime alley but that's a issue for a whole nother day they get killed he becomes batman Really no diversity there. It's always the same story throughout all the movies.
1: Right. Um, oh, You know what I would love for like a Batman movie to have? Uh, is Have you ever played or have seen like the story for Batman Arkham Knight, uh, the video game? I only played slightly through Arkham Origins,
0: but I was also a lot younger at the time. Not a lot younger. It came out like 2015, I believe. Okay. But yeah. I... Because I was not me now, I wasn't into it as much. If I played it now, I probably would play it through to completion. But back then, I didn't have any sense of, like, what was going on.
1: Yeah, well, I I highly recommend Batman Arkham Knight. That was, like, supposed to be the conclusion to, like, the Rocksteady Batman. uh, It was by Rocksteady, right? I'm pretty
0: sure. Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham... No, wait. Yes, Rocksteady. Made Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. Arkham Origins, which is the only one I played, was made by a different studio, which I forget the name of
1: though. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, well, Batman Arkham Knight was supposed to be the conclusion or the the ending to the Batman Arkham games. Right. Uh, and I thought that was uh, so good, Batman Arkham Knight. Like the storyline, it was it was like, I probably one of the best story uh, lines I've seen in like a, a superhero type game. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, that is something I would love to see in a live-action DC film. Yeah. Uh, I could tell you kind of what it is uh, if you want to know, or I can not say anything. But No, go ahead,
0: go I... ahead. I, 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 I am interested, because it is a lot of game to play through in order yeah. to get the full story.
1: Right, all right. Spoiler warning for anyone who's listening. Uh, <laughs> Batman Arkham Knight is basically... As in the title, there's this character called the Arkham Knight, and he's kind of a villain. Uh, he's mainly a villain, and he's going around kind of terrorizing or getting himself involved in things he shouldn't be. And he's really has a he's really dislikes Batman uh, and Bruce Wayne. Um, and so Batman cannot figure out who this is uh, <laughs> until the end. And it's really great because this is one fight scene where it's supposed to be like it's towards the end, like a boss battle between Batman and Arkham Knight. And Arkham Knight pretty much knows Batman. He like right. really knows who he is. Uh, and so like, he's kind of confused Batman. He's like, what the heck? <laughs> so when he finally gets a, a hold of the Arkham Knight, he kind of like beats off his like a uh, mask, which is right. kind of like an Iron Man type HUD that Arkham Knight has, but um, it ends up being Jason Todd. Uh, All right the Robin, which got taken by the Joker and Batman or Bruce Wayne thought that Joker had killed Jason Todd. And he was really mad that Batman or Bruce didn't pursue trying to actually find out what happened. And then he got a new Robin fairly quickly after. So he was really upset about that.
0: And then it kind
1: of, yeah. And then it kind of ends as how the Arkham Knight, he becomes Red Hood. Um, And so then you can even play as Red Hood later on, but uh, I thought that was a really cool story. Obviously, it's a lot better when you're playing it because yeah. all the extra detail in the middle. Right. Uh, but that'd be something really cool I'd like to see with, uh, um, like a Batman film. That'd be really cool. Oh yeah, see. definitely. And now here's the f- thing that I find interesting
0: because recently at the latest DC Fandom, uh, DC announced two video games coming out: Gotham Knights. And Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Mm -hmm. And surprisingly to me, Gotham Knights doesn't take place in the Arkham universe. Yeah. I'm not sure. So the Arkham series that all those games were based in, Gotham Knights is not part of that. However, the Suicide Squad game that's coming out is a part of that series. Oh, it is? Yeah. So the whole, that whole, well, both of them, I believe, are meant to be multiplayer games where you can choose between different characters play as play through online with your friends I believe and then you know violence and hilarity ensues but that's an odd thing to say but (laughs) only the Suicide Squad is being the Suicide Squad game is made by Rocksteady and that is the one that's going to tie into the Arkham series which ended with Arkham Knight back in 2015 so this is Six years of jump between these two games, I believe.
1: Yeah, I'm. I am kind of hesitant about the uh, the Suicide Squad game because I'm either going to really, really love it or not love it as much. Right. Because if the game is uh, primarily and heavily uh, dependent on you playing with other people, it's going to be hard. Because at a certain point, like playing online and just doing that kind of gets old, especially if you don't know who it, the people are. Right. Um, but. For like the Batman Arkham games, it was you could play a single player. There were some maybe co-op type, you know, mission things that uh, that were separate from the story that you right. could you know participate in. But I really want them to have a Batman Arkham styled game, but with more uh DC characters. Uh, how great like Arkham Knight looked and how great it was. I want them to have that with like the Justice League or maybe Flash or Superman or like yeah. something that high quality of a game, but they bring in new characters. That'd be really cool.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. That'd be a really cool thing to see. And what was I going to say? I don't remember, but like that, like that would be really cool to see a bunch of different co-op characters in multiplayer through like different things. Because the thing is, I think what they're going to do, I think what Rocksteady and other game, other companies making superhero games are going to do, in the future, is now that the Avengers video game came out, and it was met with somewhat mixed reviews, because it relied heavily on that grinding games-as-a-service kind of deal, I think they're going to look at that, see, okay, they nobody really loved the way this game was put out, let's try to change the formula around a little bit, and make a game similar to that, that you can do single or multiplayer, and then move on, or not move on, but Make it different so it's not an obvious in-your-face microtransactions game.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm honestly looking forward to any new upcoming games from from DC uh, because I'm just I really want to play one of those again, especially yeah. with the new graphics. I mean, they're probably gonna come out for PS5, and um, which is normally what I would I, I usually play the PlayStation games, but I have nothing against uh, Xbox. I just never right. really was brought up using Xbox except for the 360. Yeah. But especially now, like, I really want to see the graphics that they're going to uh, have for these games. 100%. Because ha- have you seen, like, the... um? Miles Morales? Yes, thank you. So good. I I, <laughs> I watched the story on YouTube. Yeah. Someone go through it. Just And it's just... It makes me want the game even more, just seeing how yeah. good it looks. It
0: l- it's visually stunning. And I can't believe we haven't... We didn't mention that before. But I guess that's something... We would save for you know like our conversation on past, um, past projects from both companies, but right. we'll see if we have some time for that. But but you were saying like yeah, it's visually stunning, and I know there were a lot of people like disappointed that it wasn't as full of a game as the original PS4 one. Yeah, I did hear that too. It was like it was like a spinoff, which is still. Visually impressive. And I think it's good to have... I think it was good for them to come out with a spin off essentially, of the PS4 Spider-Man to see, okay, this is what the PS5 can do in terms of graphics and all that. Now we can start working on the proper sequel, knowing what we're getting into.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I appreciate that they tied it in with the uh, the first Spider-Man right. game. of Not the first Spider-Man game, but of uh, the Spider-Man PS4 one. Right. Um i appreciate that they did that because now it kind of opens it up with uh more stuff to add on in the future with new games especially like how they bring in the villains that spider-man in the spider-man ps4 defeated they brought it back into the new one where miles had to come in and rescue him or else they would have like killed spider-man or really harmed him so that was pretty cool to see
0: yeah exactly Uh, and it's not like they just brought Miles Morales out of the blue. They teased him at the end of the first game. So right. it was completely justified to have a spin-off of him to test the new system and also further develop the story.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. It's uh I I just can't wait to play it. I need oh, yeah, I need 100. to get the I need to get the PS5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from what I,
0: how is like that going because last I heard of it like Stock uh supplies were pretty low like a lot of stores weren't accepting like to stock them because they didn't want large crowds gathering so mm-hmm. like how how easy is it to find nowadays because it's easy. been a few
1: months after its initial release right yeah i think it was released in sometime sep- november or september one of S- around yeah, there, somewhere there. Uh, yeah i believe worked. like
0: october november maybe
1: yeah probably sounds about right it I just know it's really hard to because yeah. um, I've been looking for one. Uh, not necessarily I'm going to buy it right away. I just want to know, like, if I can get my hands on it anytime soon. Right. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. They, they're all out of stock, like, everywhere. Even the like, even Sony's PlayStation's website, they don't even have it available, I don't think, at the moment. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I, I could be wrong about now, but I know previously when I looked, right. they didn't have it available at that time. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm kind of like, I, I mentioned this in one of my previous episodes when I was talking about video games, but like, I'm kind of glad I got this PC when I did because there's no really temptation or even interest in me to even look in getting one of the next gen consoles because I already spent money on something that I'm going to use not just for games, but I can also double as like school stuff and art. And as a fellow animation major, you know you really need a good system for that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. We've reached the end of our show now, but we've got a lot more to talk about. So if you're interested, make sure to join us next week when we continue talking about this. Instead of the current trends, we're going to be talking about past Marvel and DC projects and going into a little game called Copycat, in which we compare DC and Marvel characters and find out who copied whom. But before we reach the end of the show, we have to do the all-important Royalty Recommends. Welcome to Royalty Recommends, the end segment of the show, where me and my guests both recommend one thing to our audience. And, as always, the guest gets first privilege. Just recommend anything? Anything you enjoyed in the past week.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, oh, gosh. Anything in the past... It has to be in the past week, or anything that I've done in the past week. It could have been... It could have came out a while ago. Yeah. Anything. Oh, gosh. Um. Let's say... Uh, I guess I guess music, uh, okay, how about this? I recommend, uh, this is not something that you rec- I recommend listening to or play. It's something I recommend that everyone should do. I recommend everyone should start taking, a, you know, a use of social media and YouTube and TikTok because probably right now is the best time to do it when people are home and not away because more people are on it. Um, so I suggest you should, uh, you know, dabble in that, and uh, start maybe a YouTube channel or something, because it could... Who knows? It could go a long way.
0: That is very true. I'm... I don't know about similar, but my Royalty Recommends has something to do with what we've been discussing this entire hour. It's a YouTube channel called New Rock Stores, and I mentioned them at the beginning of this episode, just not by name, but they're the group that does all the breakdowns of films and stuff, and they're huge Marvel and DC people, all of that. And they've they been doing not only breakdowns of each episode of WandaVision, but also, like, talk shows. Kind of like what we have here, except solely focused on WandaVision. So, like, what did the new episode drop today? Midnight, maybe?
1: Something like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. They had a reaction video up like before I even woke up today they had it out (laughs) reacting to this new episode and what they're talking about and they're huge comics people so they have a lot more insight than I have so they can go into a lot more detail and like okay this is what this means this is what this is a reference to and I find that really interesting because like I said at the beginning I'm not I don't know a lot so I can't pick up on everything and I'm not always looking in the background for clues so to have somebody point things out, be like, this could mean this, this could lead to the being the main villain. I'm like, interesting, writing it down, writing it down.
1: Yeah, I, I feel bad. My recommendation wasn't anything related to
0: what we were talking about. No, so it, it, it doesn't have to be. Don't worry about it.
1: Okay, all right. Otherwise, I was going to say check out Corridor Crew because they do the same thing, kind of what you're talking about,
0: Yes. Breakdown. If you are interested, quarter crew. Well, if you're intre- like if you're big into visual effects, like CG, two D animation, all that kind of stuff, then Corridor crew is definitely a good one to look at because not only are they really inspiring, but they're also funny, informative, and they've got they've got something coming out where they're making a whole bunch of different shows on like different things, some storytelling, some tutorial stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested, like. I'll put that as a second royalty recommends from the both of us. Definitely check those guys out.
1: Yeah, highly recommend them.
0: But that is going to do it for part one of our Marvel V DC Battle of Ultimate Epicness. Stay tuned next week to find out the thrilling conclusion of this saga. And be sure to stay tuned for the rest of WMSC and have a maximum week. We will see you both next time. Goodbye.
1: See you.